Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager of Evergreen Crossings, independent senior living, and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. And I am Hollis Hartman, director of sales at Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk in South Windsor. Every episode, we sit down with industry area subject matter experts to find out what they've learned along the way so that we can share it with the Connecticut seniors and families that we serve as our listeners. Before we get on our topic for this show, Hollis, what's going on in your community of interest this week? We have a great seminar uh, being provided by Attorney Zapiga Pope, Daly, and Perry on estate planning, and that is Wednesday evening at 6 o'clock, and people can phone me to see how they can attend. It's a free seminar at 860-543-1010. This week, we don't have anything that's open to the public, but I would would like to share with our listeners that we have a very big derby-themed happy hour. And happy hour is very important in our independent living community, and the derby, in fact, I think I asked you before if you'd ever been to the derby. We were at the derby, quite a big event in Louisville, Kentucky. So it's a derby-themed event for happy hour. So if you want to experience that kind of fun, you got to move in. We only have a few apartments left to go, but our, our residents love to have fun. All right, let's get started with today's show. Is there a way to know if you will get Alzheimer's? It's a question that I think a lot of people ask. The simple answer is that, unfortunately, there's no real way to tell. There are a number of risk factors that can increase your chances of developing the condition, but it is very rare that these factors will guarantee that you will get Alzheimer's at some point. So we asked Liz Cornish, owner of New Seasons in Life, a company that specializes in guiding seniors and their families through the maze of all the assisted living and memory care in Connecticut. And she is ready to talk about six ways to decrease your risk of getting Alzheimer's. Welcome to the show. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate you having me. One of the things that just struck me is there was a study with over 2,000 men in Wales. It was done over a 35-year period, and they found that People who followed four of the five behaviors that we're going to talk about were up to 60% less likely to develop dementia. If any of these factors were at play. Correct. If okay. they followed, if they followed these factors of okay. physical activity and, okay, and tell things us we'll talk about. So you got six of them. Go ahead and give them to us. So the first is physical activity. Second is healthy eating. Well, let's talk about each one at okay. a time. So when you say physical activity, just going for a walk every once in a while or going to the gym and sweating it out, what are you talking about? The studies are showing that if you have physical activity at a moderate or intense level for three days a week, you decrease your risk of developing Alzheimer's or dementia by about 30%. Really? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right, the second one you mentioned is eating healthy. Eating healthy. So, oh, my gosh, does that mean we can't have pancakes or cashew nuts? or? No, that doesn't mean you can't have it. Splurge Chicken, day? Splurge day. Can you have a splurge day? Once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> they show that if you are eating healthy, eating more of a Mediterranean diet, lots of green leafy vegetables, and healthy moderation of proteins and carbohydrates and fats, that 
the decrease the risk of developing dementia by 53%. Really? That's amazing. It is. It is. So, you know, keep the sugars down and, and the vegetables up and that will help to decrease your risk of developing dementia or okay. Alzheimer's. All right. What else you got? Number three? Don't smoke. Oh. That's a big one. 14% of Alzheimer's cases worldwide are linked to smoking. Really? Yeah. That's an interesting connection that I never would have thought of. Just by just by stopping smoking or not starting to smoke, if you're young, you can decrease your risk of developing dementia down the line. Smoking does a lot of damage to the circulatory system. A lot of vascular dementia, Alzheimer's, really is a, affects the, the circulatory system. Anytime we damage that, that can increase our risk. Are there any factors contributing factors to someone smoking marijuana as opposed to cigarettes? I don't, I haven't come across any, um, any studies that have compared marijuana versus cigarettes. Um, but the cigarettes are definitely the tobacco and the oxidative chemicals in the tobacco are damaging. So it'll be interesting in a few years based on what Hollis is asking. Uh, are there impacts from Absolutely. that because of the increase of use of of marijuana. Right. That'll be definitely interesting. All right. Number four you say is drink less alcohol. Drink less alcohol. Alcohol, as most people know, any type of alcohol does kill brain cells. Drinking over long periods of time, um, more than, say, one glass of wine or one beer or one small mixed drink a day, if people are drinking two or three, over long periods of time, that really increases their risk of developing dementia because you're damaging your brain as you do that. And then also binge drinking, especially younger people. When you're binge drinking and doing large quantities of alcohol at a time, the brain just does not like that. And those cells, when you kill those cells, they're gone. They're gone. They don't regenerate. They regenerate. No. So that's interesting to see if they would have studies that shows these individuals drank a lot and the higher percentage of them got Alzheimer's. Right. And I can tell you through my physical therapy experience for the last 30 years, I have seen many, many people with Alzheimer's and a lot of times their um, history includes heavy drinking. You then say number five is stay mentally and socially active. Right. Well, social isolation was associated with a 50% increase in the risk of dementia. You know, being socially interactive and, and being in community, having activities to do that stimulate the, the brain, the mind, um, the spirit, and the body, everything, um, but especially just being socially active, having a conversation with someone stimulates brain growth. And so remaining socially and mentally active, doing puzzles or projects or learning a language or picking up a new hobby, anything that will stimulate the brain will help to decrease the risk of dementia and Alzheimer's. And we've talked, Hollis and I have talked about this before because there are so many residents who stay in their apartment and they don't want to come out and they tell us, I just want to relax and enjoy. You know, I went to work every day for 60 years and now leave me alone. I just want to be able to stay in my apartment and enjoy my solitude and not have to get dressed up and go somewhere. But it's this is, is a good point. 
if they want to, longevity is important. They've got to get active with an, uh, a community full of people. You got to find somebody that you can get along with, somebody that you can like, right? Absolutely. And that's one of the biggest, um, the biggest points when I talk to people about different communities or staying in their home is so many people are just home alone and isolated. And they may see just one person, just their son or daughter once a week. The studies are showing that that social isolation not only is, is just terrible for your cognition and, you know, increases your risk of, of dementia, but it also, they're showing that it has the same effect as smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Really? Yeah. That is incredible. We've seen a lot of increase in um, loss of cognition mm-hmm. over the past two years with the onset of COVID. So many people have not been able to go to the senior center, enjoy social interactions. So we have seen a lot of people who have slipped. It's very important. It is. It's critical. The last one you say is take control of your health. A lot of times people think that their health is in the healthcare system or their doctor's control. But truly, we are responsible for our own health. So take control of your health. Make sure you're getting to your doctors at least yearly to get a physical. Make sure if you have diabetes that you're managing your diabetes because diabetes is a risk factor for dementia and Alzheimer's. Also the same thing with with high blood pressure, managing your high blood pressure. Take control of that. There are so many things you can do to decrease your your chance of high blood pressure and diabetes, which will in turn decrease your risk of developing Alzheimer's and dementia. Tell us a little bit more about New Seasons in Life and how people can get in touch with you. So New Season in Life, we help seniors and their families kind of navigate the world of assisted living. I've spent 30 years in home care as a physical therapist, and I know all of the assisted livings, and we try to really find out how the senior would like to live how they want to spend their time. And then we match them with a couple senior living communities that we feel would be a good fit. You can reach me at 860-841-9504 or you can get online at www.newseasoninlife.com. Give your phone number one more time. 860-841-9504. People won't go wrong if they engage your services to help them navigate uh, getting their parents in the right place. Hollis, if people already know they want their parents to be in the Evergreen Crossings area, how do they get in touch with you? They can reach me at Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk at 860-543-1010. And, of course, I represent uh, Evergreen Crossings Retirement, and our phone number is 860 327 8899 We are independent living only. In the same area, Evergreen Crossings. It be a little dangerous living in our place because we go over and shop. Great restaurants. <laughs> Great yes. restaurants, yeah. One last quick question. We only got a few seconds. One question I want to ask you is if my parents have Alzheimer's, is there chances I'm going to get it too? There is, is a familial link, but it's it actually you can mm-hmm. take control of that by doing some of the Four out of the five to minimize the chances, chances, yes. Okay, very good. All right, uh, you've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut. I'm Bill Corbett from Evergreen Crossings Retirement. And 
I'm Hollis Hartman from Harbor Chase of Evergreen Walk. Join us on the air every Saturday morning at 8.30, or you can now listen to our podcast online at seniorliving-ct.com. And if you have ideas for topics you'd like for us to feature on future shows, or you know of an organization or guest that would make a great guest, please email us at seniorlivingct at gmail.com. And, of course, you can always call us at 860-327-8899. Thanks for listening. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's family and adults to help them get the most out of life and to really enjoy the life they have now. Listen to us next week. We'll see you then. When I'm 64.